No, I'm not lucky, I'm blessed. Yes, clap for the heavyweight champ. Me, but I couldn't do it all alone. We What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the I'm Not Lucky, I'm Blessed podcast. Chee! Hey guys, so before we start today's episode, I would love to introduce you guys to our wonderful sponsors, The Vein and Associate. They're a luxurious concierge company located in Boston, Massachusetts. So if you live in the city and you're looking for a concierge company for your apartment, then go pay them a visit at devaneandassociates.com. I repeat, devaneandassociates.com. They are the best in the game, and they got you any day, anytime, anywhere. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the I'm Not Lucky and Blessed podcast, the show where we celebrate young entrepreneurs and their achievements, and then we motivate up-and-coming entrepreneurs how to make profit using their passion. And as usual, I'm your host, Lucky the Most. Enjoy the show. <laughs> So, this is episode number 68. Wow. Wow, yeah, I know, right? And, you know, it's been a long time coming. Always shout out to you guys for always, you know, listening and subscribing and sharing with your friends. I love you guys so much. Shout out to the fans. Shout out to the fans. <laughs> Consistency. <laughs> the name of the of game. The game. <laughs> okay, so today is going to be an, uh, an amazing episode. As usual, I have a special guest in the building with me. Thank you. A very good friend of mine. Yes. Oh, how do I describe how I met this young lady? <laughs> it's a very, very interesting story. It is, it is, yeah. We, you know, went from being friends to brothers and sisters now. Yes. From different mothers and fathers with different backgrounds. Yes. But it's all working out good. <clears throat> Her name is Natalie. Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really, it really is an incredible story. And mm. I think it's still so, like, in the, in the work, so in the beginning, you know. Yeah. We're still fresh. Yeah, you know, we're still really trying to get to know each other. Yeah. Um, but it just felt right from the beginning. You know, yeah. it was something very natural. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you want to tell how it? You know, I you mean, can, I you can say the story. You know, I had moved to Boston mm-hmm. a couple months ago for school. I yep. attend Berkeley College of Music, mm. and I had moved to the. Can I say the location? Or yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. To South End. The South End location. <laughs> I'm not that famous yet. Oh, I'm leaking my address. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Nobody, I'm... paparazzi, please don't come to South End. <laughs> that's so, why you didn't want to say address. That's okay. That's good. That makes sense. Um, so uh, I went to the gym there. I was looking for a gym because I had taken a very long break. From walking out? Yes. Um, I had, you know, been very, um, how do you say unmotivated because you know so many new things in my life as usual right excuses excuses but really um i went to bsc here in south end and what i like what i've what i've done in the past but what i've always kind of liked doing is you know when i get into a new gym kind of you know this was a really big gym a really nice gym yeah um and they were offering personal training and um, i wanted to try it and um i wanted to try it just because i it's been such a long time since I had worked out, not that I didn't know what I was doing, but do you want to <laughs> No, don't worry about that. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's been such a long time, and so I wanted, I was like, why not, you know, just, it, there was like a pre-training, pre-training thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, let me, let me, let me, let me use, do let that, me. let me use that. She loves free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was like, yeah, so I did it, and then I signed up, and then I came to the gym, I met Lucky instantly you know like making jokes i mean he just looks like somebody that's you know it has a funny face (laughs) (laughs) no but it was cool and we met each other and we had a great workout and during the workout you know we were just um vibing and whatever you know just making jokes and it was cool and and then after lucky tried to sell me um 
a bunch of sessions for like $600 a session. And I look at him like, brother, I'm a student. Thank you so much. And he was trying so hard to sell this to me, but there was no way because I told him like, I'm a student. I literally have, you know, I don't have that spending for just personal training. And um, yeah, but... He did end up selling me. I up, thank you, thank you. I end up sold, like I ended up selling something, and yeah. this was the point that I knew that I was good at selling something. Like right. after this encounter I had with you, I was like, okay, I should go out and start selling stuff because it was a very long one, one of my toughest sales ever, and that was kind of like you know what made me, because she yeah. was, she's a student, no money, lives in a fancy apartment. You get it, right? Uh, rich daddy. Uh, rich dad, you know, and, you know, then I didn't even know she was into music. I just, you know, felt she was, you know, just like um, everybody else. And so we sold a pack and then started working out. Form is very shitty. I had to teach her a lot of things. But, right. you know, long, like long story short, we, we bond a lot. And over yeah. the past few months, it's been... It's been really incredible, yeah, you know. It has been. No, it's been a pleasure knowing you, man. Good, man. And yeah. then, cool part. I got to know she was into music. You get it, right? Which for me, she actually told me that I had a voice of a singer. Remember that? Right. Yeah. You you asked me, do you sing? And I was like, nah. You like you should. You, your voice sounds like a singer. And you're the only person that I've never told that I I sang that could tell from my voice that yeah, I sang. Yeah, yeah. So when you said that, I was like, hmm, this guy, she. She, got, she might not have a phone, but she got talent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, after that, we, you know, I got to know the musical side of her. It's been an interesting, like, interesting story. You know, how gifted she is. Voice amazing. Thank you. You know, like, and that's what we're here to talk about. You get right? Her musical career, how she started, and, you know, what's next for her. And Yeah, and I think... Um, <clears throat> with all of that all the conversations we've had you know are just crazy like the life conversations we have the Mm. we share a lot of um stuff you know there is like a big age gap in between us but it's still like we share so many of the same interests we read you know we love reading and especially the topics that we like to read about i think whenever we have a deep conversation it's always about those you know like self-help books how to just improve and there's many separate categories of that um that we just like to talk about and i think it applies to my music so much you know i mean you know what's going on in my life right yeah, now yeah. um it's not exactly the easiest time for me and i am experiencing so many new things and going through all of these stages of you know like growing up i want to say and it's not easy but it's definitely you know good to have somebody by my side that you know is knowledgeable and you know, just kind of like helps you, even though we study at like a cafe all the time, you know, just like that alone is to have somebody kind of like a mentor, especially in the gym. Like he is, you know, somebody that I look up to. I mean, he is the person that is right next to me. So, um, yeah, I feel you, man. It's good to have someone to like hold you accountable for like, you know, stuff you said you're going to do. And then, right. Cause it's easy to just say something and don't do it. You get it right. And like, you check me on my stuff all I the try, time. I mean, I you try. really hold I, me I, accountable I, I, for I it. I try, man. I try. Yeah. You know, it's not... I, I see your... Like, I see where you're trying to get yourself to. You get it right. Like, you're reading these books. Like, you're, you're mentally preparing yourself for a lot of things that, you know, not every female out there is aware or loves to prepare themselves for. You get right. it right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just... 
what what is the least I can do to help? Maybe, you know, maybe just hey, have you worked out today? You know, just make right. sure mm-hmm. you know you're doing those things that you promised yourself to do. Mm-hmm. I think that's a win for me. Yeah, that's yeah, what I try definitely. to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's you know let's go a little bit into your musical career, which I think is amazing. You <laughs> get you, right, such yeah. a gifted singer, R and B singer. But you know, tell us more about yourself. You know, your musical life. Yeah. So How did I you mean. Start? So, I mean, how did I start? You know, I kind of, I think everybody has the same start, you know, start at a young age as a child. Um, nobody in my family was really musical. Um, I mean, when my grandpa got like really drunk, he yeah. would sing in front of everybody, <laughs> you know, whip, the, whip the out his guitar. And <laughs> but I don't really think that's that much of a, of yeah. yeah um, but yeah, I think, I mean, the earliest memories I have really is um, having a piano my, my parents got me a piano. At first, it was just a keyboard, you know, yeah. an electric keyboard. But um, that, were, that that was my earliest memory of me actually, you know, like playing the piano and singing. Mm. And, you know, when you're like a little girl, a little girl and yeah. all of that. But it has the biggest influence on you during this time, really, right. what your parents implement and what they, what they um, you know, how early they start you off um, with that. And... Then eventually, as I, you know, got a little bit older, I think, I don't remember, I think I was like six, I, or six or seven, and my parents got me um, an upright piano, really oh, nice, yeah, black, and yeah. they put it in my room, oh, wow. and it, all my friends, they used to come over, like, they were like, oh my god, this is so cool, you have your own piano, so um, that's actually when I started, you know, just playing, and I had lessons, I started playing piano when I was like four or five with a, with a piano teacher. Yeah. And, um, I mean, that is just like another, a whole nother story. My, my mentor, basically my first mentor that I had in my life, um, his name is Heshne (laughs) Belli. By the way, I'm German. She's German, yeah. (laughs) And, um, yeah, he was my first teacher, my, my first mentor, uh, who really taught me a lot and I'm still in touch with him today. That's cool. Um, every time I go to Germany, I visit him and we talk about life. He's very, um, very religious. Um, which I am not really, but I still love to have those conversations yeah. with him. And as I grew older, I, you know, was playing classical music. This was at, at around age like seven wow. or an eight. And I would always love to take the classical melodies and write lyrics to it in yeah. English. Mm-hmm. So in Germany, when you listen to the radio, it's not German music. It's American music. American it's music, English. Right, yeah. yeah. So, um, I was already picking up the English accent Slowly. very quickly, right. very oh, quickly, oh, quickly actually. Yeah, I mean, nice. you're young at that age, you pick yeah, up you pick everything up the, very yeah. quickly. Yeah. I was also in like an English uh, course for kids. Like my mom really tried a tried lot it, with yeah. that stuff. So, but I picked it up quick and, um, you know, I would, I remember taking like the piece that I was learning with um and then I would write lyrics to it in English, just stupid stuff. I, di- yeah. I didn't know like stupid, you know. But um, that's how, like, the songwriting process starts. And the, the, you know, putting the pieces together, I think, when I look back now. Um, With nine years old, I started um, singing. I mean, I was always singing, but with nine years old, my mom took me to a vocal coach. And her name was Claudia Lefelat. Shout out, if you're watching this. Um, She, Claudia, was my first vocal Vocal coach coach, and she was with me up until I had moved to America which was when I was 13 years old and she was 
another mentor that I had mm. in Germany and um, who treated me really differently. Just, you know, all of the other experiences I had after her were just not the same. Mm. And not because she was my first vocal coach, but because there was a connection there. She understood the way my voice was, yeah. the way I liked to sing, and she didn't try to change that. She adapted to so, it. Oh, wow. Um, and that's what I think is very important in a mentor um, or somebody who is teaching you to not um, to see the strengths yeah, you have yeah. and make more out of those. More you know what I mean? Um, instead of trying to work on your weaknesses and trying to change yeah, those so much. I mean, yeah. you should also work on work those. On the, yeah. But she she was able to get so much out of me because I felt so comfortable working with her. She wasn't trying to change my voice, mm. trying to make it change. Oh, you know, mm. this this uh, part of your voice is very weak. Let's work on that, which is, uh, you know, something you should do. But she was focusing on um, my vibrato or my um, my falsetto, which was, you know, very beautiful, especially when I was young. I had this very thin, airy, um, soft um, vibrato and, and, and head voice, as some call it, you know. Um, and she really tried to make the best out of that because it was something special to me. Gotcha. Um, yeah, and that's kind of how it all started, really. And after that, you know, after nine years old, I was performing, you know, like local in my little town. Yeah. Um, performing every once in a while. Um, I think a significant memory that I have in my head was the first time I was in a recording studio. Mm, I think I was good, like yeah. 11 or 11, 12. Yeah. Um, what did you do? Your mom or your dad or you did yourself? Who was with me? Yeah. My mom. My, my mom, mom always. Wow. My mom was with me always. Gotcha. And um, my dad financed everything. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's good. Man, shout out to all the men out there, dude. Yes. It's your card. Thank you, men. <laughs> the head of the families. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my mom was um, always there. She was, um, you know, and I was doing dancing. I wasn't just singing. I was dancing. I was doing so many extracurricular things. And my mom was just, you know, on top of everything. Wow. And really set me up for success on yeah. that one early on. Yeah. So many interests. Everything I wanted to do, she, she said, just, okay. okay. You know, and not everybody can do that financially oh, yeah, and everything. Yeah, but she yeah. really... And we weren't financially where we are, yeah. let's say, now, back yeah, then when I was yeah. little. it's uh, We, you know, were, you know, just... How can you say? Normal, you know, but like... Um, still we're struggling financially as well. So, yep, studio. Studio, yes. That was um, a big, actually, um, a memory that I love to go back to when people ask me, like, why music or mm -hmm. what was the moment for you? And it was actually happened very young where I remember I was in the studio and I, what was funny was all of the musicians, like if I, if, when I was in a band or something like that, they were all like 40, 50 years old dudes, like rocker dudes Rock. with long hair and, and like leather jackets, like mm, real musicians, mm, you know, yeah. like drummers yeah. or like, but like German style, right? Yeah. Um, and, um, that was always how it was from yeah. early on. I was always the youngest and the only girl and, you know, um, my vocal coach was with me, but all the guys, the drummers, guitarists and, um, producers and, uh, sound engineers were all older dudes with families and, you know, like everything, like 
and um, they loved making music with me because wow. I was young, this little girl dressed in all pink and everything. But when I would sing, <laughs> I would tell you what to do, and I would tell you what to do, and you play it like this, and you play it like that. And like 11, 12 Interesting. years old. Interesting. You know? How was that possible? Um, well, I, I don't remember. I just was doing my thing, and I wasn't doing it with with thinking about it. I do that now. Yeah. When I'm somewhere, I prepare, and I, you know, like, I know what everybody's supposed to do. But back then, I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but I knew always what I wanted it to sound like, and I was telling them, and they loved that, you know? Mm, yeah. I was already, they viewed me as somebody who was professional, which professional, sounds funny to yeah. say now, but that's just how it was, you know? And I remember my first... Um, we went to a really cool studio um, and we went there early in the morning, very early in the morning. And I remember, you know, recording a couple tracks with them in the basement, really cool, like uh, studio setup. And when we had um, taken a break for the first time, we went outside to grab some fresh air and it was completely dark outside. Mm. And I remember looking at my mom or at the vocal coach, I don't quite remember. And I was like, how long have we been here? Or like, I thought we just came like an hour or two ago. And she goes, no, honey, we've been here for like 11 hours, 12 hours, like the whole, the whole day. And in that moment, as a child, you don't realize you're like, oh, wow, like, cool, you know, whatever. Like, oh, my God, time has passed so time has uh, passed so fast. But looking back at it now, that was my first experience of, of, I guess, how like I can't explain it in English the right like the correct way, but I guess I'm trying to say you're having so much fun that time goes by that the time just goes by, yeah, and I feel like this every single time I record, and this feeling has been the same every time I make music, and that's how I know that it's just music for me because I can do it without thinking oh it's 11 it's 11 oh, oh when do i get out of here and when do i get up here? And, yeah, and the usual yeah. thoughts that occur when you're at your job from a nine to five job or whatever yep if i'm in the studio nine to five that ain't enough for me you know what i <laughs> yep. mean i'm nah. like can, when can i stay longer can i, can I, longer can I come I in yeah. earlier you know what yeah, i mean and yeah. so every time i would come to the studio i had this feeling and then later already in america um, when I would pay, start paying for my um, studio sessions, that was always a huge struggle. I hated it because you pay so much for like, it's hourly, yeah, right? Yeah. So you pay like for three or four hours, which is absolutely nothing, nothing. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. And it goes by like, like five, five seconds. seconds. It's yeah. crazy. And I would hate it. And I would always be so upset always to this day. Like when I pay so much money um, and I love the experience of it. And that's how... That that was my first early experience of actually, you know, um, being in the studio and realizing that this is something that I just love doing gotcha. and love working on the process of how can I get my voice to sound like this? How can I, you know, um, and I had a really like high pitched, really annoying voice when I was little. Yeah. But to other people, you know, like I always still ask them, like, how did you manage listening to me for hours? I was so young, you know, yeah, and such yeah, a yeah. but they loved it, you know, mm. and and. It was interesting for them to see somebody that was so young to take over like that, you know, and really know what some like what I wanted to what sound like at a young age. So yeah. that's um, a gift right there. I I hope so. No, you know, because not everyone, not everyone. To you, it sounds natural, and that's the thing about being gifted. It sounds natural to you, but even at that age, I I, I, I would even know what I wanted my song to sound like. Yeah. Like whatever was given and to me. And they weren't I even my it. songs. Yeah. I mean, some of them were my songs, but I was covering, I was doing a lot of covers, covers back yeah. then. Yeah. But still, like, I wanted to always get it right. Yeah. And, you know, 
<clears throat> you know, the next thing we'll, we'll always talk about is like how per, how much of a perfectionist that was yeah. already at a young age when it comes to my music. Everything else, <laughs> you, I really don't care. You don't care about I mean, yeah. I was so bad in school yeah, and math yep, and all yep, of that. Yep, I really, yep. I was super messy as a, as a kid, kid and everything. Yeah. But um, as I, you know, when it came to my my craft, yeah, my music, precision quality mm. and um perfectionism which is a curse in this industry um a curse when it comes to writing music because you're never going to get it perfect. get it perfect and i told you like that is the number one thing that holds me back in really releasing and all of that stuff that's so important nowadays to get you started um yeah. it's uh really a, a struggle no, we'll, Honestly. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. So, yeah. So, how did it feel like, you know, having the parents that just gave you... Did you have... Did you... First, did you had to ask your mom or your dad for the permission to go into music or they just saw it in you and just started putting you on the right track? No, I I really am really blessed when it comes to that. I never... My mom, all... You know, it all goes to her, really. Yeah. Um, she... You know, my dad was working, um, so was my mom. My yeah. mom was working too, and um, she, you know, and I have a brother too. Yeah, he was yeah. also doing extracurricular stuff, and we were going to school and yeah. everything. And um, my mom was there all the way, driving everywhere the whole day, every day. Wow. I was doing like five extracurricular things wow. a week, wow. and um, you know, you as a child, you have to be driven everywhere, and mm, everything has everything, to be paid, yeah. and and um no i never had to ask for permission i said i wanted to do this and my mom said are you sure you really want to do this and i said yes and with singing it was always her you know she saw something and she was like hey like do you want to you do you want to try this and i said yeah and fun you know as a as a kid yeah i want to try it you know so many things that i wanted to like play violin yeah we went and afterwards i was like nah i hate this and (laughs) then she's like okay okay. you know but at least i tried and she and it's really all thanks to my mom. Um, and I am going to do 100% the same thing when I have kids. That's it. To find in those first early years um, of a child's life, um, to really see what kind of interests they have. Yep. Um, and then, you know, as they Deal. get older, if they don't want to do it anymore, that, 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 that is already a different topic. Gotcha. But yeah. um, to give a child the... Um, how can you say like permission? Yeah, the permission, but also the the freedom, the freedom to express yeah, themselves to express and themselves. to try things. Yeah, you know, yeah. I was dancing different things: ballet, jazz, hip hop, like everything, yeah. ballroom. I was salsa, everything. You know, mm. and um, I tried everything, and so now, like as I got older, music is the thing that stuck with me. That's you know, um, yeah. So interesting. Yeah. So, do you think? Do you think your mom? missed do you think your mom saw something in you that was in her and she wanted to make that a reality because some parents wish for things but they never could do it and that actually is a lot of the times a problem um i know in a lot of my friends so my parents aren't russian my parents are from tajikistan which is like the former soviet union yeah um but you know we have a lot of or we used to have some russian friends and all of that and you know russian parents are very strict and want their kids to be the best so a lot of growing up i you know had some russian friends or you know some family friends and their parents would would want them to um 
be like amazing in amazing school, school or yeah, in the, or, yeah. or want to be doctors and then they push them to push do business them. but the That's kid doesn't want to do it they you know? injure themselves and like we see in movies yeah there, right? and, the, and the kid doesn't want to do it and yep. you just see them create this type of hate for it there's that road where yeah. that just you know goes totally Mostly. wrong when you're putting pressure on it and then yep. there's the other road which you know my mom did where there was always some discipline there yeah. early, early on like i didn't want to pra- i hated practicing piano i, gotcha. I really hated it yeah. but my mom would sit down with me and do it mm, and you know a little yeah, bit harsh yeah, and yeah. and all of that but she never no she played music she played piano when she was you know um a child but no i don't think she put anything on me um well, I like, think it could be from from like a good point of view like a good point of view maybe she, she wa- wanted to do music but she yeah. but she never did it because there was no money when she was younger or smaller. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay, my daughter, I would make sure she gets everything yeah. she wants that could yeah. put her up, you know? I don't know. I, I I think that's something that I have to ask her. But yeah. I know that she she played piano, too. So, and she okay. plays very beautiful. You see? Um, yeah. But I don't think... I, I just think, you know, it's nice for a woman to, to play piano yeah. or to be musical. Um, and I think that... Um, yeah, you know, I, I just think she wanted me to have that because she saw that I had an yeah. interest naturally in music and she wanted to just help me, you yeah. know. No, she saw a light in you that she didn't want to dim. You get it, right? Yeah. Maybe. She saw a little light and she's like, you know what, I'm going to let this light shine <laughs> other than to just see something and close it. Yeah. You get it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's, that's beautiful, man. It really is, that's beautiful. Yeah. So you talked about how you started, you know, classes and all that first time in the studio. What are some major projects that you've worked on back in Germany? You know, how did you actually put yourself out there? You know, what put you out there? Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> I remember. So in 2013, my family and I moved to America. Gotcha. We moved to Los Angeles. My brother, my mom, my dad, and I. And um, I was working. I remember this. My parents had told me afterwards that in that moment when we were in the studio, yeah. the, that experience that I had. We were recording some stuff and they actually wanted to like sign a record deal with me um, but I, my mom said my parents had talked about it apparently they told me this years later yeah. they actually didn't tell me in, in, in that because moment, they knew yeah. i would be excited. excited i'd be like oh my yeah. god i want to do it and yeah, then you know yeah. um and i was simply too young they didn't want me to um it was just you know maybe their lack of knowledge within the music industry too yeah. um and it wasn't the right time and um yeah, so apparently that was a thing, you know, kind of like the first, um, like a record deal was a pretty big thing, yeah. but that was nothing really. And then I, when I moved to America, that was years of just finding people and connections Connection, and you think yeah. Los Angeles and wow, you know, yeah. um, like I'm going to be famous. <laughs> Everybody that doesn't Everybody grow up in America thinks when that they come if you, once you get there, yeah. you just boom. I mean, you know this probably. Yep, yeah. Yep, and yep, so. Yep. Um, it was years of just, you know, finding like a piano teacher, a, a vocal, a coach. Starting fresh again. Yeah, starting yeah. From, from, from the top again, from the bottom again. And uh, it was really hard, actually. Um, but big achievements, I guess. I mean, that's a good question, really. I, you know, I started writing with this, um, with this guy. His name is Ned Albright. Uh, shout out to Ned also, if you're watching this. Um really great guy gotcha. um fantastic personality and he, i started writing songs with him 
he would help me he would play the piano i would and we would write the songs together and that kind of brought my hope up again mm. i had a new vocal coach this was like recent like in the last few years yeah. and um i had gone into the studio to record with um um a vo uh, an engineer a couple times just like back and forth back and forth it was always on the verge of like releasing yeah. but perfectionism again came in the way and, then and fear fear of failure and it not being good enough and this this and that um the first time where i was like you know um okay i have gained confidence in this was that whole story when i had made the decision to move to germany for six months that was pretty recent too that was last year so you were here I was in my I no. was in Florida. Florida. Yeah. So my parents had moved to Florida. Yeah. And I had moved with them because I was, you know, in that process of applying for college and all of that and I really wanted to go to Berkeley, but I knew I wasn't gonna get in. Gotcha. Like I just knew it, you know? Yeah. Um and there was a couple months that I think there was like six months Tricky. time in between like where you make the decision where you actually get in. And I was just, you know, a waitress in, in Florida yeah. and, you know, and whatever. And I was just feeling like shit, you know, really. It was so bad that time. What were you feeling like shit? Well, it was COVID time. Okay. So um, COVID had started and <clears throat> I was doing online school and I was with my parents. Yeah. And like, oh. I just... Needed freedom. Not even needed freedom. I'm very close to my parents. You know, they're like my best friends, but... It was like when you're living with your parents the whole time and I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't know anybody there and I was just at home the whole time and I'm not somebody that likes to be at home mm, all the time, all the time yeah. and you like start to get on your nerves yeah, with everybody, you know, every, that's yeah, yeah, like yeah, COVID. Yeah. I mean, yeah. everybody, you just know, in the same spot. yeah. And, and so I had made the decision. There was an opportunity that came up and it was very crazy the way it came together, but, um, through one guy to another guy. Through this guy, I had found two guys that um, make music in, in Germany near my hometown. And, um, you know, they were like, oh, yeah, like, come out and, like, we would love to make music with you and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'm in America, you know. And they're like, oh, like, are you coming to Germany soon? And then, like, it just occurred in my head. I was just like, I should just go to Germany for a okay, couple months. A couple months, yeah. Um, and make music. And then, like, when I know about my college, I'll come back. Yeah. And so I had done all of my applications and I actually applied last minute to Berkeley just yeah, for fun. For fun, yeah. You know, I sent in the application and I was like, um, yeah, I'm not going to get into this, but why not? You know, let's yeah. just do it. It was actually the only school that got back to me. <laughs> the only school you were in. Bro, it was the only, was the only school, school that got back from And got said, back yes, to we would yes, love whoops. to take you and all of that. And I was like, okay, fucking serious. <laughs> Never give up, guys. Never give up, guys. You see, what you don't expect sometimes works. It's very true, and that also changed, you know, my whole perspective. But I ended up going to Germany. Um, nobody was really happy about this decision that I've made, and everybody. Um, I do love taking risks, yeah. and um, you know, when you're like younger, and your parents are like, oh, like really, like really? use your time wisely, like work or or be a grown yes, up, yes, you know. Yes. And I understand what they were saying, but I just. I wanted to go wanted against to go, yeah. it because I just had something in my head and actually ended up being one of the best decisions I've ever made in my mm, life just because nice. I gained so much nice. experience yeah, as yeah. as a person, like as for myself, but also m for my musical career. Gotcha. Um, and 
I traveled with these guys for a little bit. We made some music and we made like my first single kind of yep. um, that I wrote, um, which is called Alive. Hopefully it'll come out soon. Why hasn't it come out? <laughs> but hey, that's not that's not my problem though <laughs> that it hasn't come out yet. That is um, an issue that that label that Sony ATV or whatever has um, that they're just you know taking their sweet time with that. But yeah, so that was like the first again in the studio in Berlin recording that um, that environment you know, in the hotel and during COVID time and I'm traveling and um, waking up in the morning and from morning to late night recording and, and writing and doing what I love. It feels so right. Yeah. And every second that I was there, I was absolutely right certain that, yeah. that this is, there is nothing else for me hmm. and that there is no plan B yep. and that there's only this plan. This plan. And it's hard because when so many people in your family, not that anybody's like, oh, you're not going to be this. I have 100% support from my family. family. Yeah, that's never, nice. yeah. never has anybody within my immediate, like, like my mom, my dad, or yeah. like, yeah, we make fun of it. You know, my brother, like really sarcastic and stuff, but I have 100% um, support, support from my family and everybody believes in me and everybody is always you know asking nice, and all yeah. of that it's that's very nice. nice i'm very very lucky to have yeah, that no and yeah like it's it's from like you know we live in a world where like my own world is like things like that have been frowned upon you get right yeah. you can't tell your mom or dad that you want to do music or just right travel out and i think as a man especially um not even just a man yeah. it's like both you don't have a choice like yeah, yeah. man or woman you don't do that shit. Right. and <laughs> that that day you know it killed a lot of dreams oh yeah Killed, killed a lot of dreams. I know a lot of dreams that have been killed because, you know, f the family wanted, didn't want you to do this. And if you did it, you did it out of stubbornness, yeah. not out of love. And you can ruin a lot of relationships. You can ruin a lot of relationships yeah. from, from down. Like, I was telling a friend, like, imagine if, if our world, like, you know how they say love is the most powerful thing in this world. If people did something out of, I have to prove, like, from my world, it was more like, I have to prove someone wrong. Yeah. You get it, right? My, my my family didn't think I could do it, so I have to prove them wrong right. that I can do it. You get right? Yeah. So you're moving with a negative emotion yeah. behind that. Yeah. But imagine a situation where your family's like, hey, we support you, we got you, man, we how love you. Dude, you. How much more you can do out of that when you know that you know your family supports you, it's a whole oh, different yeah. ballgame. Because you know, even if you were to fail and yes. fail again and fail, fail again, again and they fail still again. got you. But this is my like, mom and dad fail. are there like this, holding, like yes, ready yes, to catch me, you know? You can't fail in this. In our situations, like you have only one chance and you can fuck it up, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. No, that is, uh, and you know, with everything that has been going on in my life recently, the people that have been around me, the friends that I've had, yep. no, and the problems people have within their family. Um, I mean, I'm shocked with what I hear. Yeah. Really bad shit. I know. I and know. especially when I came to college, you know, these college kids really don't have it easy. Mm -mm. And I'm not including myself there because yeah. what I have is not even close, close. to the struggles. Yeah. When I'm having a bad day, you can't compare that with some of so these people's people, lives, yeah. you know, like, oh, like the that, shit man. they go through. I like that you realize that and you say it with because, your own mouth. Because you have to see it and sometimes be around it. Yeah in order to understand. I mean, I knew like, yeah, it's hard to be a student and whatsoever, like yeah. everybody, you know, like it's hard for me too, but 
it's 10 times harder when you have parents that are bad parents, bad parents. and don't support you in what you do and mm-hmm. yeah here's your money and you know like it's very you feel alone mm-hmm. and college is a hard time to go through when um i mean regardless it's a hard time to go through your but it's you worse know, when there's no one behind you it's worse when you don't have the right friends right or the friends, especially yeah. not the right not family the right because family. friends come and go yeah but family and is forever family is forever but also not like you don't pick your family mm-hmm. you know you yeah. you get your family but yeah. um i mean i've heard i i don't really want to say these stories because i don't want to like expose anybody but yeah. there's just some really bad stuff within like yeah, and is. i'm talking real bad like traumatic you know things and um i'm very lucky and blessed you know to not to not have grown up in to not have any of that in my life zero trauma zero and i catch myself all the time where i'm like oh you know like back then and this and 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 you know my dad like beat me once with a belt (laughs) so i'm depressed like i catch it i'm like like <laughs> people do that every day. People, people, people Remember how we were laughing? We were like, you were depressed you're about depressed what? About like, you little like, like, what, what are you depressed about? Like, what is your. My card declined, so yeah. I'm depressed. No, like, not even that. Like, I'm just giving an example. You yeah, know? like, you know, like the whole room, like yeah. the, that situation. Like, what the. Like, what, what are you. What, what are you. Yeah. Like, what. Listen to what you're saying. Where yeah. you're living in this apartment, Man. like, in yeah. this area, the yeah. school you go to, the clothes you wear, yeah. and you're. you're complaining that you're depressed if you seen depression like like fix it you like work on yourself and so and you know it's easy to say for me sometimes too because i i do catch myself you know complaining and and but i also have become so much more thankful and and um appreciative of the things that i have in the situation i'm in and when things are hard i do like to remind myself that you know um everything is hard everything. and everybody has issues I know, everything is hard, and man. and and for you what you think is hard is 10 times harder for, for somebody else or yeah. 10 times easier for somebody yeah, else but yeah. in the end it doesn't matter doesn't because matter. you still have to go through it that's facts you know and um and i've stopped comparing myself to you know others um it's just a lot of stuff that really has been um you know going on lately yeah. that really has changed my perspective on on a lot of things okay. and opened my eyes really and you've kind of been through it all yeah. and actually you were the one helping me a lot you you kind of fucked up my life recently <laughs> no lucky has real there was a situation um and lucky had talked to me about it and you know opened my eyes and i actually have i screenshotted one of your texts which was like don't avoid your problems or something like that. Yeah. Like push through it. And, sure. and it's things like that, you know, that make a good friend. I'm, I'm very appreciative that, you know, you actually kind of opened my eyes um, okay. about that. And hey, that's what I'm here for, man. Yeah. And now I'm going to be homeless. In <laughs> 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 so okay. thanks for that. I so, might crash on this couch. Hey, this couch is here for you. Feel free. I told you, we're going to give you this spot. That, that, you know. Hey, man. No, it's all good. It's it's all love. Yeah. So you t- you spoke about some experiences you learned, you know, back when you went to Germany. Like, what are some of these experiences that you got when you went back to Germany for that six-month period of time? Oh, man, a lot. Um, first off, I think... First off, I think um, with the music... I came there. I, I, I'm a, I'm somebody that trusts easily. Yeah. And somebody that you know, if you're cool and nice to me, you're immediately Boom. my friend. Right, yep. <laughs> you know, 
and in today's world yep that is that can be um i guess what i'm trying to say is if you're real and if you're a correct person yeah people are going to take advantage of advantage that of and it, that yeah. happened so much when i was there and i really love that 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 happened gotcha. because it taught me a lot yeah, i lost probably. a lot of friend friends, yeah, friends yeah. in you know um quotation you're still losing marks. Some. oh i'm losing i just lost you, you, a couple you're still losing friends. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but family's forever, man. Don't don't forget yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it's um, it's it's crazy. I, I went back, and you know, when you're traveling, and especially in the music industry, like you meet people everywhere, yeah, and yeah. you know, you go to the studio, and then you meet like who's in the studio, and some artists, and all of that, and and overall, I made a lot of you know connections in 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 Germany, mm. and you know, these guys I was with, and and. I guess how am I trying to say this? Like, I trusted too easily. Yeah. I opened myself up too easily. Yeah. You know, I, I, they, they knew who I was. Like, you just like talk too much, or you um, hang around these people too much. And, then and in that time, you're like, oh, it's all cool. But then in the end, they kind of go around. Yeah, and 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 yeah. So it was a great experience and they're you know cool people and whatsoever but you do see this there's such an ugly side to this music industry really and i'm not even in it in it yeah i just yeah I looked just, at it just a little I, a little peek i just of opened it. a little <laughs> little crack of the window and inside it, it and i was like fuck no <laughs> <laughs> and it was crazy because you know i met some really big people in germany and like for germany yeah, big people yeah. you know and um, saw how they worked and saw how, you know, and some of them are really cool on the outside, but, but then you know, it's some ugly it's stuff uh, and there's a lot of lying mm. and there's a lot of, you meet somebody and they're all cool yep. and then the next time you see them, yeah. they don't talk they to don't you talk to or them, there's yeah. some issue or yeah. whatsoever, but you're, you know, just you're, and that's when I realized, say less, don't talk unless you're being talked to. Mm. And just kind of close yourself off. Don't allow people to see who you really are right away, yeah. um, or know too much about you that they that that can be that can be t taken advantage of later yeah. on, you know. Um, and um, yeah, you know things like that. I mean, it's really a deeper thing, yeah, but I don't want to, yeah. no, you know, like I um, respect that. Yeah, but it's a powerful thing, like you know, like for you to say trust. Your trust was broken, and what I from this conversation, what I heard was. Your mom has been doing a lot of things with you that you didn't have to go through. So you didn't see those pains yeah. in there, right? She was there to guide you and everything. But the moment you went out on your own, you learned something completely different. Oh, you, yeah. you learned how oh, yeah. it's a fish-eat-fish fish world. Oh, yeah. It, you learned how <laughs> nasty the nasty. world is, how you can't even trust someone. And that's something you need to learn because you live in this world. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, you hear it always, especially here in America, you know, how nasty the music nasty business the music is business and how is, yeah. like wrong it just yeah. is, you know, there really is not, I believe in this, like, or at least this is how I raise like an eye for an eye type of thing, type you of know, thing. like, yeah, yeah. like we're correct. We're I got respectful. your back. You yeah, got I got your back. back. You do something good for me. I do something good for yes, you, you know, yes. but in, that's not how it is in mm. the music industry. Mm. You know, one, there's just a lot of promises being made. But no word no is being kept. being kept. And it's just a bunch of words with no meaning. Ah. And that is something that I have now learned to 
pay close attention to the way somebody acts when you first meet them, the way they behave around you. Um, and I am still guilty of it because I just love people so much and I love meeting new people and, you know, getting to know and everything and uh, immediately working with somebody. And yeah, you know, like, for example, like NDAs, uh, you know what an NDA is, like mm. a non-disclosure agreement oh, yeah, yeah, where you like make like a contract, contract, basically, and two people sign it and... I always do that for my music now. Everybody that works with me signs an NDA, NDA yeah. um, because you know I was working with some people and just showing them my lyrics. Next thing you know, Jeez. they blocked you everywhere and they're using your lyrics yeah, for other stuff. Yeah, and um, you know, before that, it's all cool. You know, hey, let's get together. Then then you never hear from them again. Yeah. I mean, that's like the least thing, you know. But there's some really nasty stuff, um, even within like those people that I was with in Germany, you know, um, at the end they were just using me like to drive them places and like, and I was doing it, you know, I mean, because some aspect, like, I don't know, man, man, sometimes you're not thinking or, um, yeah, people will take advantage of you, you mm. know, um, mm. and they will use your strengths and your talent and, um, you know, for their own advantage and take your credit for yeah. it. So, uh, I've learned that's a big thing that I've learned from Germany. So my m yeah, go ahead. No, you're gonna say something. The other side was the friends that I have had for a while in Germany. You know, when you live like so far, you know, on one side of the world, but you grew up on the other. You know, you always share some friends some here fr yeah, and there. Yeah. And you, are, I moved when I was very young. You still know people from there. You mm. keep in touch. You know, but you're not seeing them every day, and you're not seeing how they change. You see them once a year or once in two years for a coffee and you catch up. Um, but those people change, you know, mm. and um, there was, you know, some friendships I've had for a long time. Um, and then when I no, came back, though, you can't I didn't come back for a week or two yeah. where you could just, you know, like yeah. I needed help when yeah. I was in Germany. I was there for yeah. a long time. I was living with my cousin and, you know, things were, um, you know, like just nothing was bad. But when you needed somebody for some something they weren't there mm. and um meanwhile though like when they came to visit you they in america there. you for two or three weeks did everything, everything and blah 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 and that's what i'm talking about when i say like an eye for an eye, eye for when an you're eye. friends with somebody then then that shouldn't be something that you think about mm. you do it do because, it because you just do it you know because yeah. that's that's what a friends good are for you're yeah a good you're person. If I call you my friend, then that means that, you know, what is a friend? You're there in bad times. You're good there in good times. You know, like when I need you, you're there. And that's it without me having, having to like, to. you know, hey, I'll do this if you do this. Yeah, like what yeah. kind of, you know, that's the way I was brought up. Yeah. Because, for example, like my brother, like if I ask him to do something, there is no, there is no, nothing in his brain that's be like. I'm expecting this from you. Expect yeah, yeah ex expecting something back or whatever. You just do it because that's what you do. Mm. And. I think I go into a lot of, I go into meeting people with this type of thing in my head and I have to unlearn that because I now understand that really nobody's like this anymore. Hmm. It's very hard to find people that are still like it's this. Still like this um, yeah. And that's kind of, you know, it started this ripple effect kind of, I think, after my time in my time in Germany in and Germany, afterwards yeah. where it was just boom, 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 one after the other person was just pure disappointment and and lies and things that you know that people did that it's just like why yeah. like what did i do to you what did i do to you that you had to be like this like talk to me you know respect respect is just like something that 
you know it goes yeah. in one ear and goes out the other like nobody cares about being a good human yeah, a good yeah, person yeah. anymore yeah. you know when i leave a somebody or when i like with everybody that i worked with in germany i came out clean yeah. when i left i was thankful for yeah. the for the experiences yeah. and the and the the um the you know the experience and the work that i did with them and no matter what had gone wrong i was still like hey thank you if i ever did anything to offend you i'm sorry or whatever you know mm -hmm. um and i came out clean and i never did anything where somebody can say oh she like did this and this people talk you know they can say whatever but from my side i know i i came out, clean. came out clean but a lot of people don't care about that anymore they just yeah. you know and um, it's sad. It's really yeah, sad. And that's that's just when I, you know, kind of grew up and understood. My mom and my dad always tell me this. Um, you got to stop trusting people, you know, and and relying on people so much that, uh, you know, just show consistently show you that they're not to be relied, relied on. on yeah. And I had a, a somebody that I called my best friend, you know, and just ended up being so such a bad situation, you know, of mistrust and and just me being there for her for so many months and like two years of just every day calling and being there for this person and when i needed them needed one fucking, fucking time, time. Yeah. it's just it just can't be there it just yeah. wasn't there and it was five minutes from me but yeah. couldn't be there and that's how you know it's very disappointing and that has happened happened just this morning again you know um, that situation that I told you about again, yeah. like people that you've known for a while that you are in contact with and all of a sudden somebody, you know, um, they don't even ask you for your side of the story. They hear something and then they make they up, like, but story. that's okay because that's okay. You know, then I know that I don't want to be with that person anymore. Yeah. So lately it's been a lot of realizing that sometimes maybe it's happening actually i know it's happening for a reason you know mm, to maybe mm. just put me on that path of hey you know what focus on your stuff and that's it yeah now with all these things you've seen you know the lies deception lack of no trust in the musical world and all that do you still still want to go into music like why do you still want to go into music because you already know that it's a you know it's yeah, it's why a shit do you you see a shit show why do you still want to go inside <laughs> that's what i'm curious yeah, about why I think a lot of other artists or you know can re relate to this it's just somebody that truly loves to make music, music will take that exactly. will take that as um how do you say that compromise um, or i don't know if that's the right word probably yeah. not i mean the thing is it's a shit show the, the world is a fucked up place yeah the fuck yeah but do you want to die no you still want to wake <laughs> up and do shit right? yeah that's, how it is. <laughs> that's true no but i think if you and I have like this whole thing planned out in my head already how I'm gonna like deal with all the negativity, negativity and all the haters oh. <laughs> I already have like this you already have plan. That. but um, I think you still I think people still go into it because there's also such a beautiful side that to it, too, yeah. um, That's true, though. sharing your music with some mm. with the world and you have so many people and, mm. and fans and mm. that love that wake up in the morning and listen to, I mean, people that just listen to music and they don't really understand or, you know, music is everywhere yeah. and music is a huge part of everybody's life. Whether you are somebody that listens to music or not, it, it affects your life tremendously 100%. and people don't know this. 100%. And I've read so so much about this um, 
this topic and um, music affects everything and everyone and to be able to touch somebody um, really to have control over somebody's feelings Mm. it's crazy Mm. and I know that um, this is kind of something I've never talked about but also when I was younger um, I had an experience where I, you know, I w- would always love to sing ballads and very emotional music, you know, love yeah, songs love and songs, whatnot, yeah. because I could always just, you know, I was like 10 years old, like, oh my God, like love and break up, you know, like you don't know shit about it. Yeah, but you just but when you get older, you have some experiences and, you know, you go through stuff and you're really able to, when you've gone through something and you sing about it and you write about it, you can just, you know, really bring out that. Yeah. Um, and make different. it relatable. It's different. It's, it's different, different, of course, yeah. than when you're young. Yeah, but yeah, even yeah. when I was young, I was singing at my my cousin's wedding, and I remember seeing some people cry, some yeah. people tear up while I was singing. Yeah, yeah. And it sounds silly now, maybe to some people when I say this, because it's like, oh, you know. Um, but it really uh, was a memory that I'll never forget because at this age, first yeah. of all, yeah, and then at to seeing see somebody's reaction while you're being so vulnerable because yeah. singing is you know very vulnerable it's something very personal um especially when you're singing your own song something that you've written because it's your feelings you know and back then when i was little i was covering a song and i was singing it and people were tearing up in the you know family members and i'm not talking about my mom because she always cries she always cries, she always <laughs> cries. and you know when it's like your mom you know she yeah, yeah, yeah. did you know yeah. like <laughs> it's normal yeah but someone um, else yeah somebody else different. and and, and you know different, and yeah. friends and, yeah. and 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 then you see what kind of power you have you have yeah. you can change somebody's yeah. emotions without even touching them, touching them yeah. you can make somebody cry or you can make somebody really happy and to me that is something it's out of this world i can't okay. explain it to somebody now when i sing and sing a sad song and people cry or they say they have goosebumps or i see that they have goosebumps oh my god it's it's like you're a god or something mm, you know like yeah, it's it's really moment. something yeah. very beautiful and no, special that beautiful. i can't explain it's, no, um I and i you. think some people you know like like if i was to tell this my brother he'd be like oh, shit, fuck up. <laughs> you don't know shit but um it's really something you know very very special to be able to make people feel this 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 way and that's why i always wanted you know can't even think of doing another profession in my life because i know that that's what i'm best at Mm. when i'm on stage Mm. and i would have like a huge audience or you know down the road like in my career and you know you like go on tour and everything and people are just there and listening and want interested in your music and affected by your music and they play it to get through you know, in, through a situation, or I mean, I have you. You ha- everybody has a song yeah. that makes them feel some type, feel of, some way, type of way, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and usually the lyrics in that song, like I wrote a song about something, and everybody that has heard the song makes it a, a personal experience. Mm. Because when I say, "Oh, like, you know, like the first time you looked at me or something like that," um that is very special to everybody mm. you know like mm. with their partner with their first crush or you know um people That's powerful. yeah and it's lyrics that is universal, universal. love is universal it speaks to everyone. um it's a universal language you mm. know and 
people experience love all over the world and mm. break up all over the world and happiness all mm. over the world and um the the melody the way your voice is the tone of your voice it can remind somebody it can trigger things inside mm. of your body emotionally and um it's a very special thing so mm. i think that's the you know and again, the freedom of doing something that you love every day mm. is why I still choose to mm. do music. Um, of course, you're always going to have, you know, these are problems that are not even equivalent to what it will be down the road, you know. Um, it's a really hard, you know, music is very hard, but I think that those are some of the reasons that just outweigh all the bad, you know, to be able to do that. Um, the way I feel when, like yesterday, I was recording in my closet, you know, like, I feel like the coolest person. Person in the world. <laughs> I'm recording in my closet and, like, sitting on a desk. Yeah. I don't care, in my sweatpants. Like, the, nobody knows that I was sitting there. Sitting they there, just, yeah. hear the just hear the outcome. And it's just so special. Like, yesterday, even, like, we were recording for so long and we were all so tired. It, it doesn't even, I can't even explain to you, like, when I'm in school... And yeah, I'm tired, yeah, like yeah, I want to die. die. I want to die, and I'm pissed. Yeah, pissed. But yeah. when I'm in the studio True, or when yeah. I'm recording, I can be as tired of the worst day ever. I still, I still want to say it's this. still not bad. Yeah. It's not, it's not at negative all. at all. It's like I'm tired, but I don't give, I'm still gonna yeah, do this. I'm I still, still love right. doing it. Yeah. yeah, and so, and, and that's how I, that's just how you know. And I, I hope everybody finds that for themselves. No, yeah. And some people just can't relate to that, you know, because they haven't found what they love to do yet. That's interesting. So, why did you go to a musical school? Why? What was the reason why you went to a musical school? Be exactly because of that reason. Because no other school, I I don't know what else I would do. I mean, I'm I'm a very open person. I want to say like I do have other interests. Mm. I wanted to be like a marine marine biologist. <laughs> <laughs> My dad always wanted me to be a marine biologist. You know, I mean, I love reading. I love writing. Um, I wanted to do like journalism, you know, if like that whole music thing. But every time I actually thought about like when my mom was like, oh, you should, you know, like maybe you should do like a minor in journalism. I, I would start crying like in my room, not, not with her seeing it, but yeah. because I just never want to imagine myself do anything yeah, else than else. that. And yeah. I don't want to admit it to other yeah, like my yeah. mom or, you know, she's like, oh, why don't you, you know, do like um, journalism or something? And my heart would just like you know um because just the thought of me not making it in music mm. is very scary to me so you have music is really really high high up on your list for you oh it's yes yeah, the number one it's like the number one so like what's holding you back from you know, because I know a lot of listeners out there is like, bro, we, we haven't even heard your song. We haven't even, because because of you, you haven't even dropped a song. You get it, right? Yeah. And I know how much this means to you. And I know how much, how good you are in this thing. So I'm like, what's holding you back from dropping a song? Like, you know, what's that? Why? Why yeah. haven't you dropped a song? Why? What's holding you back? I think, um, I mean, it's not even, there's not even a answer I can give that really makes sense or really an answer that I have, I think, and I, I don't think I even know myself. I think it's just um, fear, you know, and that high level of perfectionism that I have. Mm. But the perfectionism, it's within myself. 
and people don't even have anything to compare it to. So it's really a joke because, you know, yeah. it's it really just doesn't even make sense. Um, I am about to release something. Okay. So, so I know I've said this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny when I said I always have to laugh just because I've said it like a million, million times. times yep. But um, it is going to happen pretty soon. High creation. Because like we live in a world where it's so music now is so easy and accessible for you yeah. that literally you, you could put yourself out there. That's the thing, Lucky. Yeah. I That's the thing because it's so accessible and because you can just drop anything. I mean, I have friends at school that drop shit every single day. We're not talking about dropping shit. Because you don't sing shit. You sing something. Really. Right. Exactly. Yep. And that's why when I will release something, it will be something. Yeah. And I want so many people, you know, just do it and, and then and then uh, release it. I understand that. And it's something that I could try. But something inside of me is telling me mm. that that's not how I want to do it. I want to have... So how do you want to do it? I, I just want to have something where... I can sign my name off with it, you know, like something that when somebody, when I show it to somebody, I say, yeah, I made that. For example, mm -hmm. the song that I made in Germany, yeah. I can 100% say, I, I sang that, I wrote that, I love this. And the interesting thing about that is everybody, if somebody was to say about, about the song Alive that I did with, with yeah. those boys, if somebody was to say a negative or you know hate or whatever towards that it passes because i love it so much mm -hmm. that i don't care about that hate whereas something that i know like mm, this still needs work if there was negative feedback coming for that one i would be like oh yeah it's because this and this i didn't do well enough but when i'm 100 percent or 99 percent happy with the outcome and i know that this is something that i've put work in and that you know i love the way it sounds and the production and everything um and i'm putting it out there then you don't really recognize the the negative feedback or whatsoever because you love it and that's how i feel with this one particular song that i had made and my next thing that comes out i want to be 100 percent sure that this is something that is me mm -hmm. that i love that i wrote this that i you know that represents who i am and then I'm gonna put that out there. Why do you care so much about the negative feedback? I mean, do you think no matter how good your song sounds, do you think the world, everybody's gonna like it? No, I, I don't think that. And I'm, I'm very, I mean, I always had a problem with like, because I always wanna prove to people why do you want to prove to people? What I mean, that's that's just how it was for me. I mean, you, know? you don't have to prove to people. I know I don't. I know that now. Because you have a family that like right, really, exactly. really loves you. And, you don't and so really here's where we come in like with what's been going on recently where it's just like it has gotten, the glasses filled up so much yeah. to the point where I just don't care at all anymore. Yeah. And now it's just like pouring out of me, you know, and I'm yeah. writing a lot now. Because you're, you're holding a lot back. Yeah. And so, you know, I think sometimes... And I'm and I'm I'm happy all of it happened the way it did because sometimes it doesn't make sense, you know, in a certain situation. But now it's starting to kind of make sense that it really doesn't matter what somebody thinks, you know, like. But that was something that you know it's been holding me back for years, and right now I think I'm starting to. I'm also in this environment where I go to school with everybody that makes music, 
Gotcha. So I put myself in this environment, obviously, on purpose because music school, you know, everybody's making music, blah, blah, blah. It's hard for me to be in the school only because it's it's a lot of, like, theory and all the stuff that I don't like. Yeah. I like the creative aspect yeah. of it. I just yeah. want to write songs and sing and record and work with people. Mm. I don't want to really do the theory side of it, but because I'm making, because I'm getting a bachelor in it, I have yeah. to learn about the theory side of it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I guess it's, it's getting better, you know, it's getting better. And I think it's just something that I have to, you have to go through it yourself, you know. Um, I also like to do quality over quantity. I don't like like putting something out and then being like, oh shit, like this doesn't. I like it to be organized too, mm. like either an album or you know an EP with like three or four songs. But I like it to be a story. I think nowadays a lot of things that are being released, you know, yeah. is just like a lot of singles, which is cool too. You know, singles are you know great, but nobody really does like nobody releases a body of work anymore or less less artists do you know like those classic albums or you know like beyonce like album 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 beyonce is not really like i don't really want to compare myself to that but a body of work you're telling a story with your music and i think that has been the hardest thing for me mm. getting that together the ideas of like this song is about that the story you're telling this next song ties in you know like kind of interesting drake for example like the way some artists really make their uh, um, their albums interesting, you know, to listen to. Um, I want to do something like that. Well, and it's really a huge project. That's, that's perfect. That's that's perfect. There's nothing wrong with you doing like that. Yeah. But did you know that before Drake did a huge? Because now you you're going after the final result. You're going after the final. You're trying to get the final result. Yeah, but you, but you, you're forgetting the the dirty work that right. needs to be done before you get that final right. result. Mm -hmm. Like your goal is, I want to drop a unique album like Drake or Beyonce or something close. But let's let's go twenty years back before mm -hmm. Drake was this Drake. Do you know how rough he sounded in yeah. songs? Yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. how? It's those roughness because we've seen those roughness. It's the progress. The progress yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that makes us like this person right. because we, we see this person grow. Right. You get it, right? Yeah. I'll give you an example. Is my podcast the perfect podcast? Be honest with me. No. No. Boom. But do you think I care? <laughs> no. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> no. You know why? Because that's really there's. I know that it's a process. Yeah. Looking at where I started. So when I started podcasting, guess what I used to use? A laptop and a USB mm -hmm. microphone. Yeah. And then I hold the US the, the USB mic and then someone will sit here and we'll talk and the setup there was none of this setup. But there's something about life that I believe that when there is a will, there's gonna be a way. Right. I had this perfect I had this all of this even I'm still growing, this is not even what I want. But I see that progress and that's the thing that makes me happy. Yeah. I started with a mic and you know, no camera, no nothing. And then someone's like, Hey, you know what? I'll sponsor your podcast. I see what you're doing. Yeah. You get it, right? Someone got me this stuff for free. I, I didn't buy none of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then someone's like you. so so someone's like, Hey, I see what you're doing. You know, let me give you 
Like lights, you need lights or something. Yeah. I got lights. Mm. You know, that's how it goes because if you don't put yourself out there, right. the help you need to get better, right. yeah. you're not going to get it. Yeah. And that's what's holding you back. And it's not like, it's a perfect, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, but like that you want to, you know, drop a final product that you love. But imagine a younger, you, like a girl listening to this conversation. She wants to see your flops. So yeah. she knows that she she doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you yeah. get it, right? Because 20 years from now, 10 years from now, you're going to be a star. But you don't want to hide the making till you become a star and mm-hmm. just show it to someone. Or else, it's like the Instagram world. Right. Instagram and reality. You come out and you show a That's perfect true. world and then you go back inside and it's a shitty right, ass world. Right, yeah. What do people want to see? People want to see someone they can relate with. Yeah. Yes. This girl's voice, you know, was shitty. She 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 walked on it and then it, it sounded like this. But if someone just go from not hearing you sing at all to hear you, like, yeah. you're like, I can never sing like that. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm just gonna stop singing. And right, right. That's how it is, you know. Like, it's not relatable. This type. It's of, not relatable. Type like, of, yeah. yeah, yeah, because your voice is so unique that I wish you had even started posting. Like, Justin Bieber post stuff of when he was playing drums as a kid. Yeah, you get yeah. right, like this. You, you 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 see that growth coming right, from him yeah. that's that's how it is kendrick all that you know yeah. we, we we know how they started their first um mixtapes was very rough yeah yeah but you know the you know like universe was making way for them they're meeting people they're getting connection and now right. they're this perfect kendrick like everybody wants to be like but let's mm-hmm. be honest a few years ago if you had known kendrick you would have fucked with kendrick yeah that's how it is. So, yeah. you know, back to the, you know, p- the perfection. We all want that perfect spot, man, yeah. that perfect body. But you shouldn't let that. It's something be. that, yeah, it's it's really a curse. You really, um, that's why I say, you know, perfect, perfect. Like, it's, um, there's nothing good about that. Yeah. When somebody, like, in their resume, like, puts, like, oh, I'm a perfectionist. I'm a perfectionist. That's not Ooh, a good thing to put on there. Like, people want, the world want people that will make mistakes. Right. And I mean, because perfectionism isn't, being a perfectionist isn't being relatable. It's not relatable. Um, it people do sense. love to see um, realness, you know, because people like to um, people like to find something that they can identify themselves with mm. and find that that um, some that something that they have in common with an artist or you know, like yeah. what makes you somebody like. Quick thing, Asti, for example, was telling me today. I was like, "Oh my God, you met like David Beckham, you know, yeah. like that's crazy." And he's like, "You know what? They look like shit in real life." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real, they don't and look as. He was telling you me. See them, yeah. No yeah. front to David Beckham. No front, but, yeah. But like, all love and respect, I but mean, yeah, all love and, and and but you know he's and then uh, among many other celebrities that he's met, um, and even me, like when I was in Germany. I mean, again, like in Germany, it's not like crazy, but still, like he gets to talk to these people yeah. and um it's not what you see on tv and i mean everybody kind of knows that now but i think people get taken away by it sometimes and and we love artists you know i think for example like this might sound really stupid to some people but like olivia rodrigo for example you know this upcoming artist yeah. she's really you know i think she's so relatable mm. and i think that's why she has so much success why is she relatable she well, first off, I think she is just a normal teenage, teenage girl. Teenager, vulnerable. And I think 
Yeah, and I think her music obviously is great. She's a great singer, but yep. so is uh, so are so many other people yes. and so many girls her age, her age. Um, and you know, not to say that she's any less talented or any more talented, but she is just so herself mm. that people love it. Yeah, and she's you know generally a good person from what you see. Yeah. You know, and so relatable. You know, she is just you know doesn't wear a lot of makeup and just like just like this natural normal not that there's anything wrong with wearing too much makeup but you know but i think um today when people you know become famous they change and you know of course money changes you yeah that's okay and that's that's all good you know i'm never gonna be somebody that's gonna be like oh Oh. you of course like right on it's a whole different life yeah but i think i'm talking about her success is because she is so relatable mm. to so many kids out there going through like their first breakup, you know, like her first song driver's license and all of that stuff like I think um that's what people really seek um because when you're somebody, you know, like I don't know, somebody like huge significance, you know, they're like, "Oh my god," like they're looking at you almost as if this god, you know. But when you're so relatable, you know, there's something so pure about that mm. and people love it. Yeah. People love it. And I think that's, you know, can really get you to um, huge success. For you real. Know. You know this guy, Ross. You know Ross? Ross? Yeah. Like a singer, rapper. Ross. An American singer, Ross. Yeah. No. Very good. Very talented. I know Rick Ross. No, 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 no. Rick Ross. Ricky but just Ross. Are you... R-U-S-S. Oh, Russ? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. thought you said Ross, like oh, R-O-S. No, 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 Russ, R- of course. I yeah. love him. Yeah. So Amazing. He, R-B-C. I was listening to him, and he said he started something where he was doing one song a day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was doing... He first started that one song a week, and then got to a point where he started doing one song a, one, one song a day. And he was the one doing the production and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, you know, he was dropping quantity you get right but at least you drop you you don't expect to drop 10 songs and think those 10 songs will be all right solid yeah solid there should be five bad ones yeah that someone's gonna skip and then there should be five good ones yeah you get right so personally i feel like you know people say oh i don't believe in quantity i love quality stuff yeah you can still drop quality goods yeah you can still drop if you're good you're good right you get yeah, right that makes sense. if you're good you're good you can sit here and sing about abcd and the way you sing it just sounds so good yeah. to someone that someone else will vibe to it yeah you get right so like what am i trying to say here like you know you you really you're such a great singer that even if you're singing every day dropping one song because there's so much to sing about there's so much in you that you could write about you know there's so much that you yeah. can do that even if you even if you decide to do quality i mean quantity there's still gonna be quality there's still gonna quality be within quality that. within that mm-hmm. you get right and then the more you sharpen your sword the more you do it the more it's gonna become so easy like you could be sh- you can i mean Lil Wayne has song for days. Lil Wayne can just, you know, this is why I love I Lil Wayne. Love Lil Wayne. <laughs> Literally, there are Lil songs Gigi. that there are songs that Lil Wayne would die with, <laughs> that the world the world would never hear because he sings so much. Like yeah, that's how much yeah. song. Like he, like there was a point I was listening to an interview and he's like, I have I have so much songs. If I if I, I want to drop song every day, I can do it. You yeah, get right yeah. because whatever he sings is is unique. You get yeah, right. Yeah. But at, at the that same time too, true. you don't just want to drop songs every day yeah. too because. 
you want to have, you know, you just want to sometimes let people miss you a little bit, uh, you know. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think, I think like the prog, the process, and the the work that is behind a song. Many people don't understand that are not in the industry or just somebody that doesn't you know make music for a living yeah. there's so much that goes on behind the scenes, scenes yeah. behind making a, a song, song writing yeah. a song you know sometimes there's a bunch of writers or whether you're writing yourself or um and then you know that whole production side of it and and if you you know have a band and and you know everything really from the releasing and the marketing and all of that you know it's a huge it's like your little baby mm. you know and um, you just want to yeah and you want to make it special, special especially yeah. when it's like i just appreciate um i also listen to a lot of rap a lot of international rap, rap you know yeah. like german or yeah, russian yeah. underground especially yeah. like and in a lot of underground underground russian rap there is you know like these like people that have really come from the slums you mm, know like yeah. hard struggle life yeah. i mean Things like you know Eminem, like you know yeah, Fifty, yeah, like for, yeah. like Lil Wayne and stuff like that. You know, like the game people that come from the the, the struggles yeah. and they have a story, story to tell and they live through this shit. You know, you hear it in the music and you hear it and you hear that pain. And I think like obviously like for me, somebody that comes from like a perfect family. Yeah, I mean, I can, really do like. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be like you know yeah, like. I get what you. But I really saying, do yeah, come from a, a great family. A great family. So. And I can't be like, oh my god, like you know. Yeah. But I can talk about love and i can talk Talk about about. you know like all of that stuff but what i'm trying to get to is that i love the the story behind music that um whether it's rap or whether it's you know sung um i like to tell a story with my lyrics and 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 with my with my music and i don't know why i just said all this that's a good one that was gonna be my next question yeah so like you like to tell the story with your music let's talk about that yeah yeah i know that what i was trying to get to is that i want that to be um like that is what my music stands for and that's why every day releasing something that's just not something that i would want to do because i want to put in that work Mm. and um you know yeah, make it special, you know, make it something that in a couple of years, in 10 years, I'm not just going to be like, oh, yeah, I wrote that on that day. I want it to be like, wow, I remember, I remember this, this time, time in my in life, my life. Yeah. where, I mean, every song yeah. that every love song that I've written about so far has been about one person mm. that has significantly been in my life that I was in love with. And um, it was just a huge, like, crazy thing for a long time in my life when I was still very young, you know, yeah. up until like literally a year ago. And um, all of my songs are pretty much about that person. And you can imagine how many songs that is just about one one person person, in this time, you know, like it's Mm. a thousand Mm. songs, but Mm. it's always something different. And um, that's, for example, already one album idea that I have and that I'm working on, you know, um, but it's it takes time because if you're really a true artist and you you write what you live through. Um, it takes time to collect that and that's why yeah writer's block is a real thing and when people or artists step away from the scene for a couple months or years it's because they're trying to get new life experience and live through stuff to put back into your life Um, and that's why another reason just to go back on what you said earlier um, why I want to do this music thing is just because that it's goes so much it's not like oh i'm going to the office and then later i come back home and i have my <laughs> office life yeah. and that's work and then i come home and that's another life when you're a musician it's your whole life. You, it's you, that is your life 
you are always like I have an idea you're writing it down you're living your life is your music mm. what happens in your life is what is in your music so true for me for example no, yeah um, and that's why it's like um, that's how it would be for me you know your lifestyle is um, the things that happen in your life is what's gonna be converted into your music mm. and um, you know that's why I also think you know you need time to write things and that's just how like my personal experiences with songs that's nice that's nice there is a question for me are you right now are you where you need to be and are you doing what you need to do um it was funny remember that letter that I sent you the other day <laughs> so this was funny <laughs> hey hey wait <laughs> Okay, so the other day, um, oh my God. there was, when I first started Berkeley, I'm in mm. my second semester, I'm finishing mm. my second semester right now. Expectations. In my first semester, our professor, um, one of my professors was like, I want you guys to write a letter to yourself. To by future the, self. To your future self in, in like by the end of the first semester or by the end of the second semester, you know, what you think like will happen and where you want to be and everything. And so I wrote this letter. <laughs> Wait, should I read the letter? Yes, please, please. It's a little bit embarrassing, but I'm totally going to do it. I think I think we all need to... Um... So, in this letter, I wrote September 2nd, 2021. It was the, my first day of school. Yep. And I said, Dear Natalie, by the end of the semester, you should now have made some connections, met some cool artists to collab and work with. You should be writing music every day and on the verge of releasing on platforms. Also, I hope your fat ass is going to the gym and lifting again after being lazy the past year. <laughs> I hope the apartment looks great, blah, 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 blah. Uh, remember, you come first, invest in yourself. You only need you, work hard. You are exactly where you need to be. You will be great. Mm. And so I sent that to, I saw it and I was laughing. I love me. And then I sent it to Lucky because I thought it was so funny. And he is like, oh, what did you say? You're like, you undid everything. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, to be fair, like, okay, it's been like what five months? Two semesters is like six months, pretty much. But, anyways, what I was trying to say is that yes, I didn't do <laughs> as much as I could have done. Yeah. Also, the people at my school are very different. Mm. <laughs> okay? okay, they're like the band kids and the you know different kind of they're style just of music. they're different. No, not different style of music. Yeah. They're just different kind of uh, people not to say that they're weird I mean there are a lot of weirdos there too but yep. they're just people are different they're just different <laughs> but um, you know if you're asking like where I am right now like do I feel like I'm on the right path I always feel like I'm on the right path mm -hmm. and I never feel like oh you know I've, I've stopped it. to think I'm not doing the right thing because I know that everything that is happening today and that will happen tomorrow will lead me into that direction because I don't have a plan B. Yeah. I only have plan A. Yeah. And I'm not giving myself an option to have a plan B because everybody always asks me, hey, if it doesn't work out, with this is a question. Mm. I've always heard this all my life. Mm. Oh, what if music doesn't work out? Because when you come to somebody and you tell somebody, hey, I'm a musician, I sing, you know, what do you want to be? Oh, I'm going to be, a, I want to be an artist. Ah, yeah, cool, you know, like, yeah, yeah, like, good luck. You see that in their eyes because yeah. the, the, the disbelief of actually making, making it as a successful it, yeah. artist, yeah. I understand it completely. But 
you know, then they, the next thing is always like, oh, if that doesn't work, like, what are you going to do? And I said, there is no option for me to do anything else but music. Um, And I'm not giving myself a plan B. I went to school at Berkeley because I, that's the only school that I could possibly go to, first of all. Yeah. And second, it's music. So I'm only exposing myself to be in environments like mm-hmm. that, you know, um, because I know that my environment has to be all in in order, you know, for me to stay on that right path. Yeah. Um, I think life wise, I'm just realizing a lot of things, you know, that having the right people by your side, you know, um, it can really make or break you. Mm. Um and all of that is really, really turning quickly right now. I'm realizing so many things, and everything that's going wrong right now is going right, right at the same time. Same time yeah. Because while I'm thinking, oh my God, this and this is happening, and why is this happening to me? It's leading me to be more focused yeah, 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 and yeah. to finally understand that I have to do these things myself. Mm. Nobody is gonna put me in that, you know, like. When I read that letter, I was laughing, but inside I was like, oh, fuck, it's been six months months, and I haven't done shit. shit. So, um, yeah, like it's okay, you know, at least I'm realizing that. Mm -hmm. But also it was kind of like, you know, hey, like it's time, you know, like nobody's waiting up for you. Nobody like time is going, you know, and uh, I'm not getting any younger. Mm -mm. And I've always had this battle with time, you know, that I'm always so scared, like. I feel like I'm too old and what are you scared of? I just I'm what are your biggest fears right now? Right now? Yeah, time. Fear. It's always been my biggest fear. That's why, the only why, thing why? I'm scared so of. So what about time are you afraid of? Um Is it like it's not enough or you you're behind time? Uh I don't know. I th- I just think that I'm like every time now like I, it's already hard for me to like starting to enjoy my birthdays because every time I'm I'm I have a birthday I'm just like oh my god like I'm another year older and I feel like I haven't reached what I wanted to reach at this age mm-hmm. you know um things like that is mm. really kind of what scares me it scares me that oh like I'm gonna be like 25 in like four years and four years of do you know how long it's four years from now? I know, but you know, in my but head, you, like this. But is you know that if you if you start something four years from now, you should be, if you, you, you like if you yeah. give yourself four years from now, you give yourself two years from now. You know, you could waste four years of your life, yeah. and you and you still will be young as fuck. Yeah, you still be twenty five. Yeah, I know that, but you know, and I I always read things like that, and you know, but this is like a deep rooted issue that I have. I feel like I'm always, you know time is going so quickly and I'm not doing, um, you know, enough. They catch up with time. Yeah. Time's going quickly, but I think you're just sitting down there looking at time go quickly. (laughs) 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 You're you're worried about time going quickly because you ain't even doing what you're supposed to do. Or else time will, that's how like when you're in the studio, right? Yeah. It goes fast, but you don't even notice it. Yeah. But now you notice it because you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. That's why you notice time. Yeah. Last question, promise you. What does failure mean to you, and how do you deal with failure? Failure, my God. Um, well, again, failure to me. What does it mean to me? Um, I guess having a certain expectation, not meeting that expectation, mm-hmm. 
Um, that's why I've also kind of stopped expecting things of myself. Yeah. I have, I like to be prepared instead now. Mm. And I guess that's also like a way of expecting something just by being prepared. But I like to hold myself responsible mm. when I go, for example, into a studio session being prepared because mm. I know if I'm not prepared, the outcome is just not going to be right. So um, if the outcome isn't right, I know I didn't prepare myself enough and that's a type of failure for me. Um, for example, the other day I had somebody come to record me um, and I was very stressed that day and I just put so many things on my plate for that day that by the end at like 7 p.m. or something when he came, yeah. my vocals were trash yeah. and all that negative, all those things, I, I let all of those things get to me that day and my vocal was shit and that was my my failure that day you mm. know because my head wasn't where it needed to be i didn't you know prepare myself um and that made me feel like shit and then he came back yesterday and i was prepared i didn't do so much that day i warmed up you know all of those little things and i had my stuff ready i knew how i wanted the session to go and it was a success and i you know, did the song and everything. It's little things like that, you know, gotcha. um, that really can make or break something. Yeah, and yeah. within the voice, you hear it right away. Yeah. You can hear, and it's not like my vocals were shit because I, like, wasn't hydrated. It was shit because of the things that happened that day. Yeah. Emotionally, if you're stressed or, you know, like, it really affects your voice. Um, and how do I, what was the second part how of that question? How do I deal with it? Recently, also, again, I mean, just everything has been so, you know, happening a lot in the last couple months. Really, my, my life really changed in the last year. Mm. Since I came back from Germany, a lot of things had changed for yeah, me. Yeah. I mean, my life changed because I had moved to a new state. Mm. You know, I started a, a very, you know, I moved away from my, my home yeah. and, and from my parents, from that support system. I'm yeah. by myself by yourself, yeah. here. And by myself, I had to babysit a lot of people yeah. along the way and um, be there for others, which I chose to do, you know. Um, so I'm not like saying that, you know, it happened to me. I allowed it to happen. It to you, yeah. And I think um, every time something like that has happened, I've learned from it now. That situation that has been happening lately, I learned so much from it. I'm so glad it happened, Happy, even though it yeah. was very hard for me and is hard now. But um, I don't need those people in my life. Yeah. And I realize that um, when you have good people around you, you fail less. Mm. Or it's not really considered a failure yeah, because they help yeah. you get back they up, you know. And um, I deal with failure by myself um, when I know that, you know, it's a disappointment, you know, and I don't, if I cry, I cry in my room by myself. Yeah. I don't try to involve anybody else in it. Facts. Of course, my mom and my dad are like, well, let's talk about it. And, you know, they want to, but, um, you know, I cry. I understand what I, why I failed, what, why I did that. And I'm sad. I stay at the bottom for a little bit and then I come outside and I never yeah. cry about the same thing again. Facts. You know, I cried about it. I felt like yeah, shit about it. About, yep. And then once I get out of my room, I rough myself up again and the next day will be better. Facts. So. That's, that's good, man. Yes. <laughs> so what's your advice for, you know, someone out there listening to you? Young girl. Advice? Yeah. <laughs> what advice do you have for listeners out there? Oh, God. You're acting as yeah. if I'm like somebody of significance hey already. Man, if you advice. weren't somebody of significance. Oh, you, you know. You, somebody you. 
you will be of significance someday. So no, no. I appreciate you. Advice I can give, like I said, over the past year, be very careful who you tell things to. Mm -hmm. Be careful or be mindful of the people that are around you mm. in your immediate circle, people you see every day, people you live with. Mm. Please be careful. That can be such a negative cloud. Trust me. Real life story, Tr man. Trust me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> please be careful. <laughs> Pick your roommates well, guys. With thought. Please. I mean, don't be nobody's babysitter. For real. Keep your personal life to yourself. Mm. Um, love life. I mean, if you're young, like I get it, you live with your parents whatsoever. But if you're, you know, somebody that's a little bit older, just keep your personal things to yourself. That's why they're called personal things and personal, you know, like love and your partner and mm. all of that. And nobody gets to decide who you're with. And who sleeps in your bed? I mean, okay, this is just funny, but but guys, yeah, I mean that's the advice, you know. Um, and do it for yourself. Do it for yourself. You know, look out for yourself. In the end, you know, you can only be there for others if you're there for yourself. If you're not okay, then they can't be okay. You can't you can't be um, there for other your family, your your friends. Um, do it for yourself. Take care of yourself. Know who you are. Know what you stand for. It all comes from you and it all starts with you. When you know what your boundaries are, mm -hmm. when you know the way you want to be treated, yes. people will will treat you, will treat you that way um, because you won't allow them to treat you any other way. Right. And I think um, that's something that I've realized a lot over the past couple months and I don't let anybody into my life now when I see um, when they mess up, they mess up, you know, and then I see them for, for you yeah. know, we continue through there. It doesn't mean that I'm never going to talk to you again. But, you know, just be careful. Protect your aura. Is that how you say it in yeah, English? Aura. Your peace or your and, aura. And your peace. Your you energy. Know? Your peace. Um, don't let nobody disturb your peace like that, you know. Um, it's not worth it. That's, that's my advice. Oh, that's a good advice. <laughs> and this advice I like because it's coming from real life experience. Okay? And you know it's true I too. Know, I'm, not just, true. I'm, I'm not just saying shit over 100 here. 100 true. No, it's Man, real life. It's real life. People can be real nasty, yeah. I feel you. Hey, it's a fish eat fish world out there. Be personal. You know, keep your shit to yourself. You know, do what you love, basically. And you know, like you said, treat yourself. Put yourself first. Yeah. So. Natalie, thank you so much for coming thank on the you, podcast. Brother. We'll do it again, okay? Yes, for sure. Yes, definitely. She'll be back. Uh, we have some interesting conversations that we're going to talk about oh, with you yeah. guys. And we're, you know, this was serious, but we're actually really funny. <laughs> we, we, we never are, we've never been this serious before. Yeah, we've never been serious before. This is actually very serious. This, this is, is the, very this serious This is the first serious one hour, 36 yeah. uh, minutes of our life. And we should, we should do we, it again this is also one part of us but the next part you know we're gonna yeah, you know, be a little bit ourselves we're gonna fuck shit up the next time <laughs> <man. laughs> okay so guys thank you so much for listening to this for today's episode I enjoyed it I hope you guys did and also you know feel free to subscribe rate share and go follow our girl okay and stay tuned yeah. okay she's dropping she's dropping something soon she's yeah, dropping i don't know when i don't know when that soon is but she is dropping something so it might be next year you never know okay? 
Oh. Yeah, my artist name is Tasha, but that might change. That might change. So y'all, <laughs> <laughs> he has nothing to drop here, honestly. Just you Just. know, we'll follow up on that. Okay, Bye. so take care, guys. Bye. Bye.